Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Natalie D. Today we're talking... Weddings. That thing where people get married at. It's romantic. Or could be. Yeah. I'm not into them. I'm going to just come out in the beginning here and say that, like, wedding culture is not my bag. I'm not into performative romance. I am not into, like, women being aspirationally princessy. I find that to be, like, infantilizing to me personally. Whenever I'm forced to participate in stuff like that, I feel undignified because it is so far from my aesthetic taste, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like, everything about it, I'm not into it. It's not my shit. <laughs> I'm glad we're on the same page. Right. That's why we need to have a wedding, really. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> I just don't want to do the same thing that other people did already. Right. Like putting, wearing the same clothes as somebody else and going and doing the same thing. I should just go join football if I want to do that. Right. It's just not my bag, man. It's like, I'm, can you imagine me like in some fancy wedding dress? I never like had fantasies about that when I was a little kid. And I was never like, one day I'm going to get married and wear a beautiful dress. I'm going to have a wedding with all the things that everyone loves. Like flowers and also food and stuff and a DJ. I love DJs. <laughs> I was never like that. I was just like, whatever. Whatever. You know, the wedding industry makes a lot of money for people who DJ or are in a band that plays weddings mm -hmm. or they're photographers or they're chefs. So I do respect that there's a lot of money flowing to people who are creative. Oh, yeah. And I, I totally respect, like, you know, people who work in the wedding industry because there's a demand for it. Like, people like to have big parties. They like to hire caterers. They like to hire bands. They like to have, like, a bartender come. They like to have a DJ. They like, but and, and all that shit is fine, but, like, all that stuff is, like, so expensive for something that I don't enjoy at all. Yeah, I have never enjoyed going to a wedding. I'll take that back. There's been, like, two weddings I quite liked going to. But for the most part, throw rice on each other and stuff and throw the flowers, do all the stuff it seems... It seems very strange to me. Mm -hmm. I'm not into being, like, involved in performative shit. Like, I'm going to be the bride, and I'm going to be, like, performatively romantic with my new husband in front of all these people so they can clap and stuff for me. Like, that is, like, not my bag. That is, like, very much not my bag. Well, I think there's there's different types of people. Something I've seen recently is I saw somebody say, well, what are you supposed to do when people sing happy birthday? And I'm thinking about it now, and I think that some people really like when it's their birthday for everybody to sing happy birthday, and then they sit there and they enjoy it, and they like singing it, and they like everybody looking at them and singing to them. To me, that's the worst feeling that's in the world. That's a nightmare, yeah. Uh -huh. I, that's, that was always, like, the hardest period of time to endure, like, in... In terms of like how awkward do you feel personally? <laughs> yes, yes, and I will. I would gladly get up in front of a group of people and talk about something, or have everybody looking at me if I'm talking and I'm saying my thoughts. But putting me up on a stage and having other people point at me and then everybody looks at me—that's different. Mm -hmm. It's just not a good vibe, and I don't like it. Right. The idea that then you have to step through this entire elaborate ritual of throwing stuff 
and then you have to dance in a certain way and you have to line everybody up and give them the food that's been sitting out and stuff. I don't know. It's just another one of those things that is really alienating. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. It's alienating to me too. I just don't identify with it. I don't identify with the wanting to do it. In fact, I had like such disinterest in it that like I always thought that I was never going to get married. But then I just met the weirdest guy who was like, don't worry, baby, we can get married and we don't even have to have a real wedding. And I was like, oh, okay, that's fine then. That's all I was really avoiding. I didn't want to have to do the wedding. It's just basically legal benefits on top of having a boyfriend. Right, right. It's just like, okay, so I could just do legal paperwork with my boyfriend and then he will have health insurance. <laughs> and then if I die, he can get into my bank account if he has to. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Uh... I'm not super interested in like creating a uh, position for myself in society and assigning a role to myself. There's just <laughs> something, there's something about saying, uh, you know, there's even something about saying you're married. I think it's fine and it's totally normal to, to be married in America in 2022. But sometimes just saying it, it just seems like, you're endorsing something. <laughs> it just seems like you're acquiescing to being a part of something that you really don't want to be a part of. I think that's just the thing. And that's clearly a hang up that you and I both have that not very many people have. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it's just there are different kinds of people. Some people like to go and do a group activity and everything. And me, when I see a bunch of people all in a crowd and everybody is touching each other in the crowd, I feel very alienated from that. I don't like it. I don't like thinking about being in there. When I look at the people who are doing it, I feel like their energy is fucked up. Why would you want to do that? You're fucking me up here, man. Right, right. Yeah, I don't like big situations. I'm just like, I'm more low-key than that, man. I don't want everyone looking at me. The challenge of a wedding then is to be part and parcel of this labyrinthine ritual that takes hours, sometimes multiple days. And it is like all of the world's superstitions packed into the shortest time span possible. Right. There's like, like I've probably been to, uh, uh, I don't know, eight, 10 weddings, something like that. I don't know. And there's always something. You'll be there at the wedding and you'll go in. And they'll be like, oh, don't forget when you go in to get the mashed potatoes from the potato bar, you got to use your left hand. That's good luck for the groom. <laughs> <laughs> they always do shit like that. Right. And then it's like, it's time to put the lady's shoes on. You look under the table and nobody's wearing shoes. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's how I feel at weddings. Yeah, right. There's always fucking something that I've <laughs> never heard of that everybody's like, well, nobody, take your fucking shoes off, you idiot. <laughs> how do you, you've been to a wedding before and you've still got your shoes on? It's just, it's like when I was a kid and I would go to Catholic church because I was not Catholic, mm -mm. but I went to Catholic school. Because we were so cool. We had such style. You just couldn't resist. We were talking about this earlier because we were talking about how, uh, well, long story short, we were talking about persecution and different people's faiths and things like that. And I said, well, you know, I never felt any bad vibes at all from like 
the Catholics, running the Catholic school. Like I went in and they didn't even know I was atheist. They sent me up to get the cracker and stuff. And then I was like, oh man, you know, I guess I let on one day that I was not raised Catholic and I did not. <laughs> Your parents were I, Catholic. <laughs> huh? Your parents weren't Catholic. No, they just sent me there. We lived in a neighborhood with a crummy school. So they sent me to the Catholic school instead. And they're like, oh, oh, you can't eat that cracker. You just have to stay back here when the people go and do that. And it was like, it was totally fine. I never felt oppressed or anything. But most people, if they go to Catholic school, they had spent their life going to Catholic church. And I always felt like people were speaking a language I didn't understand. Everybody knew all the words to these songs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it, it's the oldest, most trite thing to say about church in the world. But the standing up, the sitting down, the kneeling, turn left to your brother and pat him on the back. <laughs> Right? It has a very square dance aspect to it. <laughs> right. But the priest does not tell you what to do. You just know. Right. <laughs> it's, it's like a ritual, almost, if you think about it. <laughs> hmm, think about it. Yeah, that's how I feel about the weddings. I mean, I did get married. Right, but, right. You know. I guess that's just proof you can you can fulfill a legal obligation any way you want, as long as it's technically correct. Right, right. So before we get into the depths of what can happen at a wedding, you have to tell me, Natalie, what is a wedding? A wedding is a ceremony where two people are united in marriage, period. Easy peased, man. Right. There you go. Now you are. Done and done. Now kiss. <laughs> Give him a kiss. I, I, like I said, I'm really like squeamish about people looking at me and being like performatively affectionate towards you in order to make people feel like my marriage is real. <laughs> it was, it was like a very weird, I, I wasn't into it. I didn't want to have a wedding at all. I was like, no, 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 no. And then I was like, well, you need health insurance. Cause I saw you standing on a rickety chair or something. And I was like, well, I can't leave this guy here when I'm at work without health insurance. Cause here he is standing on this rickety chair. I don't know what's going to happen to him. <laughs> <laughs> And we were like, well, let's just get married so you can do the insurance. And I was like, all right, but we have to do it like immediately. Let's do it like tomorrow. Yeah. Well, we were going to, but the court, the courthouse was like, you need to plan it slightly more than that. Yeah. Right. What happened was then I was like, I called my mom. I was like, I'm going to get married like right now. And she's like, well, I am like on vacation. And I would like you to see it. And I was like, if you insist. And so I did the absolute bare minimum that I would have to do. So my family would be appeased that they saw me get married. <laughs> and that amounted to the wedding that we had. Well, some people say that when you have a wedding, it's not for you. It's for everybody else. It literally was for everybody else. Otherwise, I wouldn't have done anything at all. <laughs> but I think if you're going to plan a wedding, I think you ought to think of those other people. I think they deserve something interesting, something weird. I think they deserve to be shaken up a bit. I believe that they should have something that is pretty squarely weird. I think they ought to walk away and say, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I truly believe that mm -hmm. because everybody has had an experience where you go to a flowery little place and you sit down at table number 18 mm -hmm. and then everybody stands and you watch and they say their things and they all cry and they clap and they do the 
they walk and they do all the stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody has been to that. That is like, unless your comfort character is a priest. <laughs> like, there's no reason to watch the same show again. Right. <laughs> I think if you are a person and you're planning a wedding... I think you should just make it as fucking insane as possible. For example, when we got married, one of the things I did was I realized we had to get food. And you have to realize that, you know, I've I've lived on this planet for however many years, but I just don't I I don't have wedding brain. Mm -hmm. So I was not like we need to figure out all we need to figure out like things that go together and stuff. I I went and I got a bunch of stuff at the salad bar and like those plastic clamshells. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, oh gosh, that is just not <laughs> That is not going to be enough cuz I see I didn't really have a plan and I didn't have that much money, so I just <laughs> went and I got just a bunch of different like salad toppings. We, no, we did not get a couple rotisserie chickens. <laughs> we got five rotisserie chickens. Okay. <laughs> because I was like, these are little cherry tomatoes. These are banana chips. These are raisins. Like the carrot, like the carrot shavings. I was like, none of this has any protein in it. So I was trying to do a good job, so I got a whole bunch of rotisserie chickens. But then I was like, well, it's going to be weird if I just take, you know, because those come in their own little plastic clamshells, sure. uh -huh. right? I was like, it's going to be weird if I just take the chickens and set them out on the table. They're going to get cold, and it's not going to be appetizing. So I got one of those big aluminum roasting pans, right? and I, I pulled all the chickens apart. <laughs> We didn't have a cake. We got those horrible hard cookies that you used to make tiramisu and just like just the cookies though. <laughs> oh, is that what we did? Yeah, those hard finger cookies that you used to make tiramisu, but that you have to soak them in coffee in order to make them soft enough to eat. We oh, just had we a pile give, of those. Yeah. Did we give people lady fingers? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> I don't know why we picked those. Because well, we were fucked up. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> As it so turns out, some of our decisions may have been affected by a huge amount of weed. Right. <laughs> and not just like, lol, bong hits. Yeah. One of your friends, and and we were basically, I mean, we, we were basically naive to high potency weed. You got to keep in mind, this was two decades ago. <laughs> yeah, this was 2004. <laughs> Weed was different back then, guys. You would go and get weed, and it would be weed, and it would smell like cat pee, and you would just smoke it, and you would be like, weed, man. Right. And then you got this stuff that was, like, probably not even high-tempo, dank, kush that you would get at the dispensary, but it was, like, 
way super stronger than anything we had in the middle of Ohio. It was right? dank. It was back in the old days. They didn't have strains. You would call Jimmy and be like, hey, can I get a bag? And you'd be like, what do you want? And you'd be like, I want swag. I want mids or I want dank. And then if you say, oh, I want mids, you'd be like, okay, it's like $70. But like dank was for like, you got your tax rebate. Right? <laughs> Dank was like fancy shit because it was like $130 for a bag instead of being 70 bucks. And you're like, man, this is going to be the fucking cat's ass. <laughs> anyway, this was a bag of Dank. I don't know what it was. We didn't usually buy Dank. And you threw the whole thing into a pan of butter. Yeah, the whole thing. And I cooked it for a while. You really activated it. <laughs> yeah, activated the shit out of it. <laughs> so I. And then we just chugged the butter straight. <laughs> We were doing butter shots. <laughs> yeah, I I had some of the butter straight, and I really did not. I didn't know that cannabis would actually like. I didn't understand that it would get you so fucked up that you would have like tactile hallucinations and stuff. But then I learned from my mistake, like <laughs> because the very next day I ate several of the cookies that you made with the butter and got like exactly as much high as yeah. as I did the day prior. <laughs> yeah, just ter just terrifyingly. Like if I fall asleep, I'm gonna die. <laughs> you were so high at our wedding that to this day I question whether we're actually legally married or not. <laughs> Like, there's no way that that was a legally binding thing when you signed that marriage license because you were, like, not right. <laughs> there's no other situation in America where you could enter into a legal agreement in the state that you were in when we got married and have yeah. it be legally binding. Yeah. Well, and at the time, I didn't realize because I was used to all the times I had had weed, I had smoked swag before. So you just take a hit off of it and you're like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. Take a couple hits and you're like, whoa, man. I'm very chilled out right now, man. Very cool beans. <laughs> I didn't understand that it was just it would just take like two hours to kick in. It would get stronger and stronger and stronger. You know, 10 or 15 years later, I found out I have uh, some issues with my liver enzymes that make it hard for me to metabolize certain things. Yeah. I wasn't aware of that. So I was just, <laughs> I was wandering around uh, our apartment just getting higher and higher. And I was like, man, I am really, I don't know what's up. I felt fine all week. I am really getting nervous about this. <laughs> now, why am I getting nervous? This is this is silly. I've been, I've been fine in the four days since we decided to get married. <laughs> is it just thinking about the priest showing up? Is that is that why I'm nervous? No, and then you started actually tripping balls, and you were like hiding in the basement and shit. <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, I had never had, like, uh, weed paranoia. So I really, uh, like, my animal brain just kicked in. Like, the I was walking. I was just walking from front to back because we had a small apartment. It wasn't large. I was walking from front to back and, like... I was, I was having like the shifting effect, like everything was kind of <laughs> tilting one way or the other. And I was like, all right, all right, I got to get out of here. And I went down in the basement and I didn't turn on any of the lights or anything. I just sat down there and I was like, all right, I'm going to relax. 
And then it was, I don't know how long I was down there. I don't think very long. I think you started hollering for me and I was like, yeah. (laughs) Well, it was awful because we were both so absolutely blazed out of our minds, but then also like both of our sets of parents were there. Oh yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And our, all of our siblings were there. And we were, like, totally fucking baked out of our minds. And everyone was looking at us. Yeah. And that's, you know... <laughs> on the best day, everybody's staring at you and thinking about your relationship with your partner is, like, not not a great feeling. You don't want to be put on the spotlight like that, right? But especially when you're tripping balls. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I think everybody went home and they were like, that was fucking weird. <laughs> that man. was the weird. It was absolutely the weirdest wedding that anyone had ever been to. I refused to even wear anything special at all. <laughs> I wore the same jeans I had worn to work the day before. I was wearing socks and no shoes. <laughs> and then I had a T-shirt that just said bride on it in iron-on letters. Yeah. <laughs> Come get some. (laughs) You guys demanded a wedding. Welcome to it. (laughs) Well, you know, it's it's good that uh, it's good that we constructed such a weird ceremony. I don't think I don't know if I'd have it in me to go so weird. (laughs) We were. Yeah, we went pretty hard. Like as weird as I am now is probably significantly weirder. 18 years ago. Right, right. (laughs) We've mellowed out a lot. (laughs) But, you know, I guess the, I guess the stoner thought takeaway is, man, a regular wedding's weird too. (laughs) I like how in order to marry the bong priestess, you had to get so insanely high at your wedding. Yeah, it was exactly like a sleep song. Right. Yeah. So, I mean... If you're going to marry me, it's like a trial. That is like a trial by weed. If you can make it through, then I will be your bride for real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you yeah well, there, was, there was a series of trials. Yeah, there was that whole thing where like six of our friends and our parents and siblings came over and we had to make it through. So <laughs> somehow they all left. Yeah, finally. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's probably like two hours, but... <laughs> And then the next day when we tried to go bowling, but you know how bowling alleys are, or at least they were back then where you couldn't bowl when you wanted to. Yeah. And so we tried to go bowling and it didn't work and we went back home and we got high again. Well, as I remember, I was extremely high at the bowling alley and the guy was like, you can't bowl. And I was like, no, (laughs) what are we going to (laughs) do? This was my one plan I had. This was our honeymoon. That was fucking... (laughs) This is my one thing I was going to do that was normal. I was going to go to a public place with my friends and play a game. (laughs) You ruined my honeymoon, bowling alley. (laughs) So, yeah. So, tell me more about a normal wedding. What What do people usually do? Um... They will have all kinds of ceremonies that you like all this like the chicken dance stuff they like to do, right? They will exchange marriage vows 
they will present uh, rings to each other. And then they have a public proclamation of marriage by an authority figure, which I always like when authority figures give me permission to do stuff. (laughs) That's my favorite. (laughs) I love to do the stuff that the authority figures want me to do. Well, there's something, I think traditionally marriages are like super patriarchal. The idea that you have to ask people for permission to do this is like really barbaric to me. Right. Although, in retrospect, it would have been really funny if I had gone and found your dad somewhere and been like, Hey, (laughs) do you grant me permission to marry my girlfriend? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Ask me if anyone is going to give you permission to do shit to me except for me. Ask me if that's the case. Well, that's why I feel like this is people say marriage is an institution. Why I think this is a practice that requires a good amount of disrespect. You have to disrespect it. Like the idea of asking an adult's parents if something is okay with them, asking society if it's okay. And then the the movie thing where they say, does anyone here have a problem with this? Yeah. The entire thing, <laughs> like, should be completely disrespected. It completely, dis- it destroys the autonomy of living your life as an adult. Yeah, I'm not into it. I find the whole wedding thing to be patriarchal in a way that's off-putting. There's, like, all kinds of reasons for me to, like, not be into it. Like... Oh, the white dress for your purity, because you're so pure on this wedding day. And your father is going to give you away, because he's in charge of what you do with yourself. And he's going to pass you directly to this man. who You're his problem now. (laughs) (laughs) It was important to me, if I was going to get married, it was going to be on my terms. And it was going to be like me marrying someone who is my peer. Yeah. Yeah, just adults doing grown-up shit. Right. (laughs) So there's different kinds of weddings. There is the white wedding, which is the classic wedding with the have a wedding and the dress and the cake, right? And everyone's like, oh, I love it, right? Yeah, Billy Idol. Yeah. (laughs) There's a civil wedding. That is probably more like what our wedding was, where it was not presided over by, like, a religious figure. There was, like, not much pomp and circumstance it was like literally the least you are able to do and have it be considered a wedding yeah so a civil wedding is presided over by a local civil authority and they may have references to god or not it is like totally up to the people who are having the wedding right Mm -hmm. some countries do not have civil weddings other ones only have civil weddings and civil as opposed to a religious ceremony right Right. And so just like a church wedding has no legal significance at all. If you are not going out and getting a license from like the civil authority and all that kind of stuff beforehand, if you go into a church and get married and you haven't done all that other stuff, it doesn't count anyway. It's not legal. Right. That's true. You need to have a license to get married. Mm -hmm. Just like you have to have a license to shoot a duck. (laughs) (laughs) 
what I mean, I guess the license is just that the civil authorities determine that you are eligible to be married because you're not like brother and sister. Well, yeah, they they, they, they check prove to, that you're an adult. Exactly. They make sure you're of age and they make sure that you're not already married, which is a big thing. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Uh, there are destination weddings, which is like the same shit, only you go on a trip. Sounds great. I would love to go and watch somebody say all of the white dress stuff, except in Puerto Rico. I like being told where I'm going to take my vacation. <laughs> I would love to go to the least interesting part of Mexico, please. <laughs> I go to a resort. Can I please? The mall of vacations. <laughs> Can I please go to a hotel where if you look the wrong way, it's got a tall wall with barbed wire on the top? <laughs> Keep all the indigenous people out of here. Uh, people have double weddings where people will have a group of people who just throw in. Let's all do it, baby. Like a double date, but you walk out married. Yeah, yeah. People will elope, which is like running off and doing it by yourself, which is what I wanted to do, but they wouldn't let me. <laughs> no, you could have done whatever you wanted, but you chose to make an allowance for your family. Right, right. I tried to be a good sport. It's just a more positive way of looking at it. Nobody would ever tell you what to do. You chose to do it. Right, right. It's true. It's fine. Whatever. I'm still married. My wedding worked out fine. It was fine. <laughs> um, there is hand fasting, which is what pagan people will do, which is like an engagement period where two people would say that they have a binding union for a year and a day. Mm -hmm. And it was like a trial marriage. And then they would give it a swing and see if they were into it. Okay, okay. They have mass weddings. That's like when you have like a cult. Well, when you have a cult or some, sometimes they do those in countries, like they'll go to a village and it's like everybody that would want to get married will do it because it's essentially free. Yeah, yeah. So you don't have to have a whole wedding yourself. You just basically go to a festival and everybody that goes ends up married. Yeah. They had one in 324 BC when Alexander the Great got married. And at the same ceremony, a whole bunch of other officers and soldiers and other people who were like fancy guys, right? Like, oh, we are very much this guy's crew. We're also going to get married now. I think it would be really funny to show up to your friend's wedding and just be like, my girlfriend's here. Marry us, too. You're a priest. We're here. Everybody's dressed up. Just marry us, too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is a question here. Like, if people really like the party aspect, it's fine. I'm not going to begrudge people a party. Like, people like to party. They like to dress up. It's, like, all good, right? They like to dance around and drink beers and all that kind of shit. Why don't people nowadays set up group weddings? Because they are so incredibly expensive. Why hasn't that taken off as a concept? Like, if you're all friends with each other, you're all going to invite each other to each other's weddings anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, just do, like, one wedding after another at the, at the venue and be like, one o'clock is Joe and Martha and... 1.30 is uh, Tyler and Marissa, and at 2 o'clock, we're going to have uh, Fred and... What's her face? <laughs> Five names. That's all I got. <laughs> Just line them up. Pop, pop, pop. 
And then everyone goes to the party afterwards. Yeah, I just, I think that the entire pipeline of uh, swiping on the phone to getting married, like, it's it's such a fraught process. And there are all these ritual things that happen along the way. And some people will not really be engaged. Some people will just get immediately married. Some people will date whatever the word dating means now, and be engaged for variable lengths of time. Sometimes people are engaged for years and years. Sometimes they just basically plan to get married and they're just engaged until they just go to the court or whatever, right? Everybody has their own timetable. But you would also think that if, I don't know, I don't know. It just seems insane. My own concept of myself is that it seems ridiculous to pay in such an astronomical amount on me to have a special time for me. Right. <laughs> and of course, that's just how I personally feel. A lot of people want to be the person in front of the cake and the candles are lit and everybody is staring at them and they sing happy birthday and that's what they like. Mm -mm. That's what they want. I like just chilling out and being quiet. That's like my thing. I like my weird boyfriend who's also going to chill out and be quiet. And we can just be quiet together and that's what I like. And so like making us have a party where everyone looked at us was was obviously going to be the weirdest and most awkward situation you could possibly ever get yourself into. <laughs> wow. We'll have a wedding. You're not going to like it. Right. You, uh, if you insist, <laughs> find out what a wedding means to us. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it comes back. You're like, why doesn't everybody get mass married? I mean, I agree, but. If you just put this shit on rails. You want to get married? Shit or get off the pot, baby. Come on, let's do it. Like, do it or don't. It's just, apart from the party, the whole thing is just minimal legal benefits right right it's like you have to have a year to plan how elaborate the wedding is you need to have years because you want to like psych yourself up for it first i don't you're like let's get married it's like all right let's can we do it now can we do it before bed i don't fucking give a shit let's do it <laughs> but i mean this is something where where everybody wants to partake in this ritual because they want to do the same thing as others because it makes them feel normal and it makes them feel as though they have done what everybody else has done. And this is something that people really like. And I hate that. I absolutely don't want to do that. That's why I feel alienated all the time. Mm -hmm. That's why kids now in high school, they'll make big poster boards to ask their girlfriends to go to prom with them. And oh, if a boy did that to me, I would be so fucking mortified. I would be so insanely mortified. Think about the mortification process of sending and receiving carnations on Valentine's Day in high school. That was a pretty high level of mortification. Mm -hmm. But imagine somebody making poster boards with your name and making everybody watch as he asks you if you want to go to the prom dance. Yeah, yeah. When I got asked to the prom, it was just some metal dude came up to me in the hallway. He's like, you want to go to prom? I was like, sure. And he's like, all right. And he just walked away. And then I didn't talk to him until the day before prom. Wow, really? <laughs> because he got he got suspended. <laughs> That's perfect. Like immediately, like he asked me to prom, That's and then perfect. he got suspended. <laughs> 
I just, I went to the prom with my girlfriend I had at the time in high school. She probably didn't party as hard as me. Well, I married you, so <laughs> obviously she not. She wasn't the bong priestess. <laughs> Suck it, lady. I beat you. <laughs> yeah, you got prom, but what else? I I thought that the prom was mortifying too. I, I did that... too. I didn't like the prom either. I hated people looking at me. I hated like the expectation that I was going to have a magical night. I hated all of it. <laughs> I mean, clearly, I mean, I I have I have painted a picture of my own of my own personal life of my mind. I'm sure, but just going into a place, I remember pulling up to the front of it. And as I'm walking in, I can hear very muffled but extremely loud, here comes the hot stepper. <laughs> Which turned out to be probably the best song they played the entire... Yeah, I don't remember any of the music they played at prom. The entire time. Just uh, just dark with like the different colored lights swirling around. It was just awful. It was just awful. You know what song was really popular in my senior year of high school was that um, Bittersweet Symphony. That's the only song I remember from my senior year of high school. <laughs> they, uh, the theme of our prom was an Eric Clapton song, which is insane. I don't know if you could pick a worse person. I That wasn't the theme. I don't remember what our theme was. It was like something um, like... Night under the sea, or something stupid. That like was that. the one in Back to the Future. Was it? <laughs> like I said, I don't think I ever walked in all the way. I think I walked in the door, and there was a table next to the door, and then I sat at that table with this dude, and then we just like hung out long enough until we can like leave, and then just go make out somewhere as long as we wanted because we had like free rings. It was prom night. Like no one expected us to come home, so we were like, we're gonna go fucking make out for like nine hours. Let's do it. <laughs> I think I think we went in, walked around. It was like, so what? So we're gonna dance to Dave Matthews Band? <laughs> like, I mean, it's just like it's just a whole bunch of stuff that I'm like is not my bag. I don't try to be like I don't think it's being antisocial, but it's just like my interests and in the things I enjoy are so different than what the popular culture enjoys doing. And it's fine. It's like different strokes for different folks. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna begrudge anyone their enjoyment of it. Like I wish I wish I could enjoy the same things that everyone else does. It would make my life so much easier. It would make it so much easier for me to meet people. It would make it so much easier for me to like be relatable. <laughs> right? <laughs> But the fact of the matter is, none of that stuff makes me happy at all. In fact, it always makes me feel like oppressively, like, not having fun. <laughs> well, you have to, you have to know thyself now. Right, I do, man. It's like, and it's true. I know myself well enough to know that I'm not going to have fun. And you're not going to like how I behave when I'm not having fun. That's <laughs> <laughs> the truth. And so, like, I mean... <sighs> It's just easier for me to just avoid those situations and just, like, live my quiet life of, like, reading books and, like, minding my own business. Just let me be, right? <laughs> There's, I have a handful of people who can roll with me, but, like, it's fine. I know that I'm, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm a very specific taste for people, and it's fine. I don't, I don't, that doesn't bother me. <laughs> I, I still found someone to marry me before I turned 24. 
so people have those wedding rings, man. They have been a part of religious weddings in Europe and America. Uh, in ancient Rome, they had rings because they thought that there was a blood vessel that ran from your ring finger on your left hand up to your heart. And so they're like, oh, it's a love finger. <laughs> That's how all this shit is. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Finger of love. Yeah. <laughs> so people like to get the rings and stuff, and they do that. Um, they have the exit at the wedding where they throw stuff at you, right? Mm-hmm. And then they say that they throw the rice, and then the birds eat it, and then the birds explode. I don't remember if that's an urban legend or not. Maybe it's not. Maybe it is. But I'm, it, sometimes it's like I'm just going to keep on – I like I like it too much. I'm going to keep on believing it. I mean, thinking about uh, animals eating and then exploding <laughs> is like something I – I sympathize with. <laughs> it happens to the best of us. Everything, everything born is born to die, and some things will die from eating something that makes them explode. Some animals will die from eating <laughs> at a wedding. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I'm sure a human has died from eating at a wedding. There's always like there's like old wives' tales, like oh, don't feed a bird uncooked rice because it'll explode or like whatever right and it's like you don't know if it's true or not or like there's a conspiracy theories and stuff like that where you're like it's not true but i'm going like you want to believe it anyway because it's just life is more fun if you believe it like i refuse to believe that katie perry is not john bonnet ramsey <laughs> like i read that conspiracy theory one time and i don't care how I, it is it's true to me now to me is truth. I know it's like absolutely unhinged and impossible, but it was such a delicious conspiracy theory that I'm just like, I'm adopting it as mine. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter yeah, it doesn't if matter. it's real. I don't listen to either one of their music. <laughs> I don't know. Either. I mean, I know either of those people. So, I mean, whatever. It's, it's very Twilight Zone. Is this person you don't know another person you don't know? Stay tuned. Maybe they are. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> Did you know that the longest wedding lasted 91 years and 12 days? How is that possible? That's that I don't believe that fact. You mean the longest marriage? The longest recorded wedding lasted 91 years and 12 days. This is um. facts I'm getting from the Garbage Brain University Research Council. So I don't know if they're true or not. I just read them off the, off the paper. They do a good job, but sometimes they're unsourced. You know, I, I, I like the, the wrong facts just as much as the real ones. You need them for like, for like balance. Like if we were right all the time, then it would be very unbalanced. But like sometimes we're right and sometimes we're wrong just to keep it real, baby. <laughs> Did you know that an average married couple has sex 68 and a half times a year? The half time, they just put the tip in. <laughs> Once a year, they do just the tip. <laughs> 68, so a little more than once a week. Yeah. All right. Yeah. If you want to live your life without fucking, that's your business. Uh, did you know that in states where you don't have to do a blood test... To get married, if you don't tell your prospective spouse that you have a VD, then that would void your marriage. Really? Mm-hmm. That was actually the other reason I didn't want to get married is because I heard I was going to have to get a blood test. And it was back when I was really afraid of needles. I was like, I'd rather not to get married. Did they, they didn't give you a blood test. Though. No, they didn't. And I went there and they did not want a blood test. And I was like, hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> get to keep the blood today, bitch. <laughs> I don't like giving people my blood. 
there's just something I'll I'll do it at the blood donation because I know what they're going to use it for. They're just going to put it in some guy that wrecked his motorcycle. Right, right. That's a pretty point A to point B relationship. But when they just take a little bit in the little vials and run out. <laughs> Seems suspicious to me. <laughs> I don't care. I have an animal part of my brain and sometimes the animal part of my brain is like, you need to get that blood back. <laughs> You go, she's in that other room, you follow her, and you get that blood back. You don't know what she's doing with that. She might be sending a curse on you. There's no telling. She is cursing you with your own blood. It used to be in your body in the dark, and now it's exposed to the light for all to see. <laughs> uh, um, did you know that in the United States, 17 tons of gold is used to make wedding rings every year? That seems like a lot. That is an extreme amount, but gold's really dense. That's probably a piece of gold the size of a coffee table. <laughs> Two coffee tables. <laughs> 17 tons? How much is a, does a, a ingot weigh? Oh, they're, they're really heavy. They're way heavier than they make them look in movies. Let's find out. I want to know. Could probably, I pick one up? It's probably like 60 pounds. How heavy is a gold ingot? Uh, hold on. Before you, before you hit enter huh. and find the correct answer, thanks to Microsoft Bing, <laughs> how, how heavy do you think it is? I guess 60 pounds. 60 pounds? Yeah. Um, I think it would weigh 45 pounds. A standard, a standard ingot. Uh -uh. Okay. Thirteen kilograms. So, uh, what, twenty-six pounds? Twenty-six. Twenty-seven pounds. pounds? Twenty-seven pounds. We were close. I was closer. If it was Price is Right, we we would both be over. So. Well, I'm still closer. <laughs> um. Did you know that husbands who kiss their wives every day live five years longer than husbands who don't? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds scientific. <laughs> true <laughs> think about it wave you, kisser you heard her husbands <laughs> all you husbands out there make sure you kiss your wife every day so you don't die <laughs> um did you know that the average cost of a wedding in the uk is twenty-seven thousand one hundred and fifty-four pounds it seems a bit much I don't know. How do people have that much money? I don't know. I don't know. If you wanted a 27,000 pound wedding, you could not have one. You would have to get 27,000 pounds. Yeah. My wedding cost $400 and that's including the rings. Gold, will, was, will gold always, was cheaper back then. I will always tell people that. My wedding costs $400 including the rings. Including the custom t-shirt that said bride. Including the rotisserie chickens. <laughs> Well, the guy came over real cheap because he was doing another wedding. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. Didn't we find his card like on the pegboard at the laundromat or some shit like that? <laughs> well, so I had a P.O. box next to the Chinese buffet. <laughs> and I went in and behind the counter there, they have stuff tacked up. And then they just had some business card of some guy. And he's like, want to get married? Call me. <laughs> You're like done and, and done. And when I had always seen his card, because I would always go in, and I would I would talk to the clerk, because you know I'd have to drop off packages. And this was the one. It was just a little tiny post office. And this is the one where they came in, and either they got tired of me, or they trusted me, or combo move. But when I would come in, 
the clerk would just hand me the postmarking machine. And make you do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she'd make that. me postmark my own packages. Uh-huh. I was fine with it. I liked the power. Yeah. <laughs> but I always saw the guy's cards in there because I was just always standing there postmarking packages. <laughs> and you're like, well, and maybe then, I will have, they- have you marry me. Yeah, yeah. And then we were sitting at the kitchen table one day and we were like, damn, we ought to get married. And I was like, there's a guy. There's a guy at the fucking post office. I see his thing on the the pegboard all the time. (laughs) Can we do it now? (laughs) I remember I went to work. I went to work the next day and I was like, I'm getting married. And they're like, what? I was like, I'm getting married. And they're like, when are you going to get married? I'm like, Friday. <laughs> and they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna be in on Friday. We're gonna get married on Friday. And they're like, you need I was like I'll be on I'll be back on Monday. And everyone was like, What is going on? What is going on? And then they 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 had to like on the fly like scramble and like get a wedding gift for me and stuff and they they passed the hat around and they got me like a Target gift card for ninety three dollars or something. <laughs> And I went and Your got, regular amount yeah, gift card. Yeah, and then I went and got married, and I came back, and I had them change my name on the board, and they were like, I, and I was like, I did it, and they're like, they were just, they didn't understand. I was like, done and done. I told you, <laughs> I changed my fucking name on the board, bitch. <laughs> Show you how to get shit done. And did you know that in France you can marry a dead person as long as you can prove that a dead person wanted to marry you before they died? Wow, that seems like a major loophole mm-hmm. that seems like very weekend at bernie's also why would you why would you go through the marriage maybe you would do that so you could like get their bank account and stuff yeah yeah i mean it seems it doesn't seem legit to me honestly because <laughs> yeah, I mean, with legit <laughs> uh did you know that if you get married on a gimmick day, like Valentine's Day, you are between 18 and 36% more likely to get a divorce? That sounds bad. <laughs> Did you know that you do not wear green at a Scottish wedding because of fairies? And it is also an omen of revenge. And they don't even eat green vegetables at the wedding. I didn't know that. I always just assume whenever you think of Scotland, you think of like that green moss, that mm-hmm. wet grass. Wet days. Didn't know that they didn't like green. Yep, they don't. Did you know that they spend nearly $72 billion on weddings every year in the United States? And if you divide that by the 2 million people who get married every year, it comes out to $36,000 per wedding. That is incredible. I would rather get married in a dumpster and then get a new Rex. <laughs> if my choice is between having a wedding and getting a Subaru Rex STI, you know what my choice is. We're going to be doing donuts, baby. No one come and watch us do that. <laughs> There's got to be people pulling that way, way up. Do people take out loans? Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure they fucking rack up credit card debt. I'm sure they take out loans. There's got to be people pulling up that average. Most people don't have $36,000. Yeah. I mean, most there's a, there's a statistic like half of Americans, if they needed some amount of money, I don't remember if it was $500 or $1,000, But like half of Americans, if they needed to have $1,000 within 24 hours, they would not be able to get it. Maybe it's because they're paying off their wedding. Maybe it's all of those married people. Maybe that's why they don't have sex. Because they're stressed out about the wedding bill. Because they're working, Natalie. You know, 
small business owners like to say people don't want to work anymore, but they do. They're working two, three, four jobs to pay off the wedding. Mm -hmm. Think about it. Avocado toast and weddings. That's what the problem is with the American economy right now. Yeah, if these kids would stop getting married. Stop eating avocado toast. Stop getting married. (laughs) What did you learn today about weddings? They're beautiful. They're fantastic. I'm glad they exist. There's something about the entire wedding tradition that seems American to me. Just this uh, show of opulence. Yeah. This uh, sort of tired decadence. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just a way to pour money and energy into something that is so devoid of meaning and utterly boring. It's... As they say, mind bottling. <laughs> I mean, obviously, my bag is like, you know, the whole thing is like you're just supposed to love everybody. And so the whole love part of it is great. I think that you should love people. And if you find somebody that you love, then you should marry them if you want to. That's all great. I'm just like not into the spectacle of it. I am a simple person who wants a simple, quiet evening. And I do not want everyone looking at me. <laughs> But if if your if your flavor of love involves people looking at you, then you do it, baby. <laughs> do you know who loves to have people looking at her? Corey Grollip, but she's not weird about it though. No, just very casual. Just best confident. In, best insurance. Look at me if you want. That's <laughs> gaze it, upon me. Don't make eye contact though. <laughs> that's the confidence you want <laughs> from your insurance agent. And if you want to go somewhere, actually, probably people get married in Harlem Township all the probably. time. Probably. If pastoral. I had to guess. It's if I had to guess. Just open open fields. Beautiful in June. June is when most people get married. It's thought that people get married in June because of the god Juno, but it's because that's when the weather is nice. Yeah. You sit around from October till June waiting for it to be nice. Then you get married in June. Uh-huh. And then it gets hot as shit. It gets hot as shit in central Ohio, but at least in Harlem Township, there's not going to be anybody bothering you. You're just going to be chilling by the dam, by the field. It's Uh, all good. What if you got married at Hoover Dam? That might be a wedding I can get behind. Scenic, beautiful. And if your marriage is as strong as that dam, then congratulations to you. Symbolic. Uh That's very symbolic. Uh That's a great idea. Great dam. Great dam marriage. If you haven't already, patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity. Sign up. Listen to 130, 140-odd episodes you haven't heard yet. Instant access to the Discord. Instant access to all those episodes. And you can leave your own suggestions for topics for us to talk about. Today's episode of Garbage Brain University was suggested to you by the elusive Brendan. Thank you, the elusive Brendan. And of course, if you've got your own topic, hashtag topic suggestions in the Discord channel. Thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you again soon. Oh, I love you. Goodbye.